0: This week on Local Experts' Talk, we discuss self-managed super funds. Hi guys, I'm Ricky from Real People Real Estate. I have uh, my self-managed super fund expert Kimani in uh, with us today. Now, Kimani, obviously, I'll let you introduce yourself. You know, what company do you work with? Um, and yeah, tell us w- what you're excited about today.
1: Good morning, Ricky. Thank you uh, for having me on. My name is Kimani. Like you said, I'm from uh, Superfunds Accounting Pty Ltd Limited. Uh, And yeah, we are accountants uh, and uh, one of the services we provide is uh, SMSF specialist services and uh, that's my own area. So yeah, I've been uh, in this space for a long time.
0: Now, as, as you know, I get asked this question a lot by other business owners and by landlords. Um, and it's not something that I can really talk about. So I'm really excited to have you on today. So I guess probably the number one question I'm always getting asked is, Mm. what are some of the main benefits or reasons people have a self-managed super fund compared to maybe some of the traditional retirement options, like, you know, having your super go through your normal employer super, you know, fund?
1: Really, the reason for SMSFs is that that people want, some people want to take control of their own uh, retirement investments, their own retirement strategies, and uh, SMSFs are an, an avenue for those that want to take charge themselves in that manner. Those that feel uh, that they can outperform the, the traditional funds.
0: Perfect, so are there any sort of rules of thumb, you know, um, if I'm looking at buying property and putting that in a self-managed super fund for argument's sakes, mm-hmm. is there is there anything that I need to be aware of, like how much, um, you know, money do I need to have in my soup or anything like that that may Either make a self-managed super fund a good option or a bad option for
1: someone. Yeah, super fund is not for everybody. So you've got to be prepared to commit time and effort in running the fund because uh, that's what it is. Uh, and yeah, it's you. The, the balance needs to be, you know, right uh, because uh, there are some sort of fixed costs. Every year the you know, fund has to be audited. Accounts have to be done. So. You want to, if the fund is too small, uh, then uh, you're going to find that those, uh, the cost, the, 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 the running costs might outweigh the benefits if your balance is not right. So, ASIC, back in 2013, is, uh, suggested that if a member or members that come into a fund, because there can be up to six members in a fund, so collectively, they, if the funds are not at least 200,000, then it probably is not the right thing to, to do.
0: Okay, so like at least if you know without those six people or yes. less having that sort of amount, yeah. really it's probably not an option to be exploring yes, yes. just yet.
1: It's not that you can't get into it, but you, the, 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 what uh, ASIC says is that you need to really think long and hard and know precisely why you want to go. still go ahead. Uh, for example, if there are plans to really uh pump up and uh you know ramp up your uh you know your contributions in the next few periods okay. uh, you know you can still do it even if the balance you start off with less than two hundred thousand.
0: And i suppose just having that conversation yes. up front with people it sets them up for a, a lot more success in that area exactly so you know is this something that i can do by myself or and, and you know, i think you've already answered this mm. like does it have to be friends and family can it be you know like, is there any other restrictions other than yes, six people funds Yes, self-managed
1: funds. They can be, can be a sole member, single member uh, fund, and it can also be up to six members. So mostly you find couples will be in it. So most of them are two member funds, man and wife. Uh, sometimes it's business partners, uh, maybe two couples, four, or four members. In some cases, we've had people uh, families where the parents and the children are members of the same SMSF.
0: Okay, well, yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, Are there any sort of super important rules about what you can and can't do? Like, um, obviously, there's not a lot known by a lot of people when they first explore this. Is there any key things that you should know that you can't do this or you can't do that? Because you you did mention you've got a lot of options available when you have a self-managed super fund. I'm sure there's things that you can't do to stop people from abusing that that structure.
1: Oh, yeah, indeed. In fact, and that's where we come in, is because there's, you know, this is, a government system that is intended to uh make the age pension burden of the government at the retirement age to be you you know lesser so therefore there's rules to make sure that people don't abuse the system uh strict rules and that's our role to guide uh, members to do the right thing so like for example if a fund invested in a residential property the members cannot or any of their relatives cannot be the tenants right
0: oh well, that, that makes sense otherwise yeah, yes. really it's it's not it's <laughs> not it's, it's not a super fund it's because really just a members inventory. are not
1: supposed to ben, any, uh, enjoy any benefits until they attain uh, the access age which in most cases is about 60 years
0: well, wow, yeah, and that and that does make a lot of sense. And for
1: members, again, you asked about uh, key rules. You can't a member cannot sell an asset to their own fund, right?
0: Oh, so basically, you know, you wouldn't be able to go, hey, I want to sell my house. You, put my yeah, suit, that but I already
1: have this investment. I want to put it in my fund. You can't do it that way. The only time you can do that is if you're talking about an asset that is uh, has is listed is you know publicly listed. There's a market. Like if you had shares, shares can be transferred into. Because yeah, they are listed on the ASX, so, so those can be transferred into an SMSF. So
0: no off-the-market sales. No, 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 not where well, it's
1: not a, you know, a very, uh, you know, um, uh, full uh, operating uh, market.
0: Now I've I've dealt with a lot of people who um, have bought properties, hmm. just just obviously through my own work yeah. that. They're, they're buying it for a self-managed super fund. Yeah. And it is something that pops up a lot of time with landlords asking about how they can do that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them won't have the money in their super to buy the property mm. with basically the funds in their their fund alone. Yes. Um, you know, what what can you tell me about buying a property with a loan attached? Yes. Is this common for people buying property through self-managed super funds? Oh yeah, it's
1: common. It's just like with uh, in normal situations where we when we buy our own uh, homes and other investment properties will go for you, you look for uh, funding so it's the same with uh, self managed superannuation funds that in uh, lots of cases members need to borrow there are special rules for how uh, a self managed fund can borrow the idea being that uh, the borrowing for an investment should not uh, prejudice the entire fund so there are special rules where the borrowing in a self managed fund is on a system called uh, limited recourse borrowing arrangement, Okay. where that asset is ring fenced, so that if there is any problem with, uh, you know, with default or anything, it's only that particular asset that is at risk, not the entire super fund. Because, you know,
0: is, hmm. is that so that you essentially are less likely to have all your eggs in the one basket?
1: Exactly. But also, what that means is that uh, lenders, because they don't have as much, you know, as much, you know, uh, recourse to to other assets then the, 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 the loans uh, that lenders are willing to advance are lesser than, uh, you know, usually you will get a maximum of 70% on residential uh, properties, and with commercial, it's actually mostly 60% of the of the value of that. And
0: that makes sense, because yeah. they're going to have to look at each person they give a loan to and work yes. out their risks. So yes, exactly. it's, it's like most things when you make a business decision, I'm, I'm sure the bank's looking at as you said, the recourse—it's not like they can go back and necessarily yeah. chase the person. You can't choose you know, the members.
1: <laughs> you can attach other assets that are owned by the fund uh, that have nothing to do with. The, so it's really so they—you actually have to set up as a second entity that is called a bearer trust that will hold that asset, and for the whole time that the loan is being serviced, and only have the title of the assets transferred to the super fund once the debt is. Uh, Paid off.
0: So with those mm. extra options that we have, there are going to be some trade-offs. As you said, you know, you might need um, mm. to have bigger deposits. You yeah. might have some, you know, more yeah. costs around. Yeah. Obviously, and the
1: and the and the rates, the lending rates are a little bit higher as well. So you won't get the, you know, you're not going to get the super competitive rate. Yes, you exactly. You normally get for exactly. your home loan. Exactly. Alone. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, no, that's that's great. So if I understand this correctly, mm. so. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You need to have a decent amount of time mm-hmm. to be able to go through a process of, obviously, having a self-managed super fund. Yep. Um, you do need to have an entry and level. You need to pass fund. as
1: well, you need to pass the, uh, what do you call it? You need to pass the the, 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 uh, the test of integrity test because uh, ATU will not let you separate, set up an SMSF if you have issues with your own uh, super uh, tax. Oh, so like if you're, yeah, So if you're like you, someone who's been bankrupt, yes, for that's sake. right. If you've been a bankrupt before, no, they're not gonna let you uh, set up an SMSF. So you've got to, yeah, you've got to pass that. So I uh, imagine that's
0: probably the first thing you need to check that's off the list. So that's right, that's You need right. to be able to be, as you said, like pit the, um, mm-hmm. pass the, um, you know, I guess the the test to say you're gonna have that integrity. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to have the time to be mm-hmm. able to input into that. Yes. You need to be aware there's some extra costs involved with having yes. a self managed super yes. fund. Yes. yes and you obviously need to make sure that you're not directly benefiting from those things you that you're can't. holding and in. And if that you try to do
1: that, you're gonna get into trouble. And
0: I would imagine it's yes. probably yes. jail time and yeah, other
1: yeah, sorts yeah, That things. too, <laughs> <laughs> too. Exactly. So
0: yeah. that too. So, I think that's a really good starting point yes, for yeah. people that are wanting to take, obviously, mm. steps to learning more about a self-managed super fund. Yeah. Um, If if someone is going down that road and they need to get advice, Mm -hmm. I know that you're my person, but what should people be looking for? What's the next step for them if if they need to find out more information?
1: The the first thing is really to just uh, educate themselves, do their homework. You need to know whether indeed this is what you want to do because, I mean, look at it. This is your retirement money for when you retire, so you clearly want to do the best thing by yourself. Uh, you don't want to set up an SMSF if it's not going to earn you more than if you just left your money You use you, uh, your super with the, you know with the big funds where they uh, the funds are so and that's where you need to speak to You know a professional myself or others So that you f- first you understand what exactly it means to set up an SMSF what is required? Uh, the rules and all that the costs ongoing costs uh, so that you ca- you decide, you you know, your decision is an informed decision when you decide that that's what you want to do. That's where you start. Then, uh, and for for me, we've got a license, SM, uh, AFSL license, Australian Financial Services license to assist people, to advise people that are thinking to do this. And, and
0: not not every accountant's mm. no, gonna have that because no, no. I've spoken no. to no. quite a few accountants over the years yes. and you know, not everyone's going to necessarily have that specialised knowledge. Yes, yes. H- how could someone know mm. if someone is going to be able to, to have those credentials? Is there anywhere I could look or, you know, is there anything I can Google to mm. put myself in touch with someone if I'm finding that that process of doing the research is a little overwhelming?
1: Well, I suppose the, you could start with uh, this SMSF Association, you know, it's got its list of members ASIC has a list of uh, accredited, approved uh, licensees, uh, but yes, you know there are people out there that are operating without a license. Uh, you know, uh, so really it's up to you. You go to somebody that is not licensed, then you're not going to get the advice. But if you came to me, I have to take you through the steps as required by, by law because uh, I'm you know I'm obligated to do that and and good mm, operators they mm,
0: they're, they're going to be they're going to be taking you through like I have this accreditation yes. this is how you know yes. that I've got all the yes. right mm, credentials yes. and yes, yes. that's I suppose number one thing is we're mm. talking about someone's future um, if you don't do it right mm, the mm. implications can be quite nasty in Yeah you
1: get into and there's been many you know lately there's been a lot of tightening of rules because uh, lots of uh, SMSF members set up funds when they really were not the right thing for them and they've lost money so that's why lately there's been lots of changes uh, to tighten uh, the financial advice uh, uh, industry so that um, you know there's proper advice uh, for people wanting to go into into SMSFs amongst other financial investments
0: And I suppose yeah that 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 really means you know when you has someone that knows what they're doing, they've got the credentials. Yes, it's, it's probably not just the setting it up, it's the making sure you consistently staying compliant. And, and
1: I'm accountable to ASIC to show that uh, indeed I advise you correctly and there was basis, there was logic uh, logic and uh, rationale for what it is that uh, the, the, the recommendation I made for you to go ahead and uh, set up an SMSF. Perfect. Well. Yeah
0: but that's been really insightful commanding I really appreciate having you on today okay. um, obviously we're going to have other talks in the future yes, yes, but yes. Um, this is something that I think people will find very enlightening so yeah. that they can go well is and then also
1: maybe to just finish on that one once you, you you've you're done with that discussion about whether or not uh, it's the right thing for you then uh, yes there's a the setup process and uh, we provide that service we will set up the deed for you we will uh, assist with the rollover of your superannuation balance from wherever it is in uh, your existing super fund, we will, uh, we will help you with the uh, registrations for tax file number, ABN, or that, so that that's you're up and running.
0: Yeah, so so you know, regardless of who you go through, these yeah. are the things that you're going to yes. need to be able to make yes. sure they can yes. do. Yes, yes. exactly. So, yeah. But again, look, mm. I really appreciate you coming on. Okay. A Lot of value there, and I know a lot of people haven't had someone mm. who is actually coming from a place of, hey, I do this on a daily basis. Because as I said before, not mm. every accountant does this. Mm. Um, so yeah, mm. I'm sure that there's going to be lots of people that will now have some more options in front of them just by having you on to, you know, shed a bit of light on uh, what's know commonly a bit of a, a secret the self-managed super fund <laughs> <Okay. laughs> well thank you Kamani, and no, yes uh, we look forward yeah. to seeing you next time and
1: thank you very too yeah I, no this is good yep yeah. yeah. and remember this is not financial advice
0: please speak to a qualified professional around your individual needs and don't forget subscribe to real people